0: Happy anniversary, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, you really had to do that to people to start the show. That's really what you wanted. Everyone is on live from the Bethesda Theater backstage here in ahead of our event tonight. You really had to remind them that today is the day two years ago, 2-2, that that catastrophe took place. That's what you're taking into Friday. Craig, uh, I wouldn't be a good producer if I didn't let everybody know that today is 2 2, two two's anniversary. Not 22? No. Yeah, it's, it's the, the 2 anniversary of 2-2-22. Two, two, yes, sir. Um, man, I will say it is fun to look at how different things are now because that day was just a cataclysmic disaster. And I, we don't need to relitigate all of that. Um, it is, it has been told to me in no uncertain terms that certainly that was, well, there were, there are some people that are still here now that had something to do with that. Um, it was, it was kind of signing off on what Dan wanted to do. He was, he was very involved in all the things that were terrible about that day. You know, because, for instance, their social media department put together an awesome collection of historical videos and did a really great job. And had they just launched the thing that way, that probably would have been fine. Uh, instead, they put Doug on the Today Show with no real plan. Their big announcement was preceded by a laundry list of all the crimes they had committed. And, uh, and, and then that they gave us a soundbite that will live on our show forever. I mean, even before I had this show, I was. I made sure that when I did a show, I had the, we are the commanders, ha-ha. Two years later, just think back to if we had told you then, don't worry, we know this day is not very fun, but in two years, you will have an owner who is not Dan Snyder, who is thought of as one of the, the bright minds in the sport now in terms of ownership like a guy that people are going to want to work for you'd have an assistant uh, general manager from the San Francisco 49ers running your team and you're going to have one of the better coaching candidates in the cycle coming to you I know that last part some of you disagree with but we'll get there but this is this is definitely like okay think back to where you were then and all the investigations looming and all the things, Anthony, and where we are today. The only thing that's actually still the same is that silly name that most people hate. <laughs> <laughs> had to do it one more time. You're not, as, you're not as good on the button as I am. I'm not. <laughs> but you're not here to play it, so somebody got to do it, you know? No. Yeah. I was really more uh, interested in your thoughts than... Um, than, than, uh, Craig Melvin, Doug Williams, but oh. you know, what you're gonna, yeah. or Craig Melvin's. I mean, yeah. I would love to get Craig's thoughts. We have, yeah. we have his spouse on the show every once in a while. Yeah. You know, that's Lindsay's Arnie ex husband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it is, it is definitely a, uh, a new day. Um, where we'll spend a lot of our day today is obviously talking about the new coach, not, the name and i do think it's kind of the thing where anthony if we didn't have this big news we probably spend the day asking fans on the phones like do you want to rebrand and being told yes 90 percent of the time and it is something that is definitely on the table i mean don van nada has been with us multiple times from espn talking about how like he's been told um that is something that will be on the table long term basically the harris ownership group refuses to take it off the table the only thing they've taken off the table is going back to the old nickname but at the end of the day uh, today is much more about the search for the people that will work for Dan Quinn. Now that we've got the guy that's going to work for Adam Peters and we've got the guy that's going to work for Josh Harris and we're, we're layering out uh, you know, ownership uh, ownership done front office done head coach done. I think there is this search for the next, uh, the next great OC and, and who's going to help Dan on defense and, I think what's happened that's a little bit weird, and we'll take some calls on this next. And then uh, ultimately, uh, you'll hear some thoughts from Logan about this. Uh, you'll hear Kevin Burkhart from Fox Sports later on in the show. And then as uh, our guys start showing up for the live event here at the Bethesda Theater, we will get some of their thoughts. Like I know Denton Day is here, um, and you know, Denton's just here hanging out. Uh, he's not on stage with us tonight, as, as it's just the hosts on stage tonight. All what feels like 78 of us between the two stations. Um, but you know, we'll put a, Den- a microphone in Denton's face for sure. Uh, and, and then as you know, the junks get here and if, if comes, comes, we'll definitely have, have Kevin sit down and we'll talk about all this throughout the rest of the show. But I feel like what's happened with Quinn is a little bit silly because everyone is like, Oh my God, the hire is so important. The, the OC hire, the, this hire, the, that hire. And, and it's not that I disagree with it. It's just like, no kidding. Like, obviously that's really important. You tell me what coach, what head coach his staff isn't important. I mean, I think one of the flaws of Bill Belichick the last couple of years is his staff has been not very good, especially on the offensive side. Like, yeah, Mac Jones has been a probably a bigger problem for them, but part of the reason Mac Jones is a problem is he tried to employ, who is it, Joe Judge and Matt Patricia as the offensive coordinators one year, and then he brings back Bill O'Brien, but th- there's not enough other people around him in New England that that's actually a good offensive staff, and, like, that's a huge problem. I think then you look at, the teams that are great and they're the teams that get rated every year you know kyle's kyle's pass game coordinator gets rated every single year and he's always got another guy and clint kubiak is that next guy and we'll see if he's the next guy rated and if he becomes the oc here um you know you look at how many different guys have gone from la and you think eventually it's like well can the next guy be as good how can how can there possibly be another guy but they know how to develop coaches and that coach selection and coach development is essential no matter who the head coach is. And I'd rather for that specific task, have a guy like Dan Quinn, who's got a very healthy Rolodex compared to a guy like Mike McDonald, who's worked in one organization his entire life and doesn't have the connections of a guy who's been in the NFL for 20 years. So not to say that there aren't other perks of Mike McDonald, not to say that I wouldn't necessarily even preferred him as a head coach uh, when push came to shove. But I think for this very critical stage, people have like somehow put an undue amount of pressure on Dan Quinn. Like this matters more for him than it would for others. When the reality is as Mike McDonald builds his staff in Seattle and all these other new head coaches build their staffs. And frankly, as Mike McCarthy has to rebuild his defensive staff in Dallas with DQ coming here, um, that's, that's just as important for all of them as it is for Quinn here in Washington. Take some of your calls on that next. And Obviously, there's, there's some names that have come out, including Chip Kelly. Interested? Not. Why? Why not? We'll discuss with you next. 301-230-0980. It's the Hoffman Show on the Team 980 and always live on the free Odyssey app.